Well, good evening. I'm Rick Dancer. Welcome to Get Real with Rick Dancer. And tonight, um, we want to thank Dr. Michael Bratlin at Chris Dental Family Dentistry for sponsoring our show. Um, Michael's always great about um, sponsoring anything that has to do with firefighters or police. Um, he's a big supporter, big sponsor of that. And so uh, when we have stories that relate to any of those kind of things, we can always count on Dr. Bratlin. And if you're looking for a dentist or looking for somebody, um, you know, somebody new to do your work for you, he's my dentist. He's super good. Uh, he's a great guy. And, uh, you know, you guys, if you like the content we put on here, the only way that happens is by us having sponsors. So we need you to kind of play it around with them. And you, you love them. We love you. It is going great. Good evening, everybody. Hi, it's great to see you. I know I haven't been here for a while. I've been on vacation in the middle of moving. You are in my room where all my crap is um, from my house. That is uh, my wife's makeshift office right now. So we're squeezing and pushing and trying to find our way through. So as most of you guys know, September 11th is just around the corner. And it's, this year is the 20 year anniversary. I was sitting there with my wife going, are you kidding me? 20 years ago, we were sitting downstairs in the living room that used to be our living room of this house. And we were, um, I remember I was getting ready to go to work and I'm watching the TV and we saw the first planes hit the tower and it exploded. And my sons, I remember them being really little and looking and we all just started going, oh my God, what? And, and we didn't think it was real. And then I still remember that second one. And that's when the phone rang and my boss says, get in here. We've got one hell of a day going on and you got to get in here. So listen to the conversation where there's going to be a memorial and a bunch of different stuff. We're going to talk with some firefighters about that um, and what's going on in just a second. But what's also kind of interesting is I wish that all of you guys would kind of think about what you were doing that day. Um, what do you remember about that day? Because I think that's a really good way to kind of put that in perspective for you. Um, it's kind of like when JFK was assassinated. I was a little kid, uh, but I do remember my parents crying on the on the on the kitchen floor. And um, I think those things are, it's important to remember when tragedy strikes, especially right now with everything going on in the world. Uh, we, we have to remember, if we, we, we need to try to learn from history and what goes on. And that would be, um, that would be a really great thing. So if you guys want to throw on there what you were doing and what you saw, that's fine. But listen to our content. We've got Anthony. How you doing, man? Good evening. Right. He is a current you. firefighter. Dave Hall is a retired firefighter, but he's the one who's putting on the event we're going to tell you about. And I'm going to put Dave up here because it's really rude to have your guests with half their face cut off. And then we have um, Mike Crowley. And Mike, you get half your, you're in, you're in the same boat with me. You get, well, actually you are in a boat. I'm just, intended. I am. And, and Mike is part of this event too. And we're going to talk with him a little bit about um, how that works, but you guys can ask questions of these guys too. I'm sitting in my math class. Um, hashtag never forget. Um, hello guys, just serving breakfast at a summer lake Inn. I love seeing where you guys were. So Mike, start with you. Tell me, um, what you guys have planned this week. You, I emceed the first Eugene Springfield area, um, one year anniversary, uh, memorial service, uh, for the firefighters. And you've been doing this, tell people kind of where that's gone from there. So it would be Dave, but, Did uh, I what did I call you, Dave? That's okay. You called me Mike. That that's okay. Mike's a really great guy, and I'd be happy to be associated with him. <laughs> he's under you. I had Mike's name covered up, so I'm looking at you going, oh, okay. Okay, so 
I'm just going to call you guys all Mike. That just makes it simpler for me. So Mike Hall. Okay, Dave, go ahead. Tell people how this all started and how you got involved. So, well, you know, I've been a fireman for 33 years, or I was, and now I've been a retired uh, guy for about four years now, I think. Um, but, you know, so September 11th was a big deal to, to the, our nation. Uh, but for us as firefighters, it was uh, extra close to home, largest loss of life in the fire service at one time uh, ever. And uh, it could have been any one of us. Uh, you know, those guys happened to be on call that day. And and uh, but we would have all done the same thing that day had it happened in Eugene uh, at the Opo Terrace or, you know, wherever. So um, so big deal to us. And, um, and we just don't want to forget what happened and and the sacrifice that not only those guys made uh, that day, but that firefighters do every single day across the world. Um, so we started uh, about five years ago. I found out there was actually a 9-11 memorial of people don't know in Salem at the state fire police and fire training academy dpsst um, they have some building material from the towers and i believe the pentagon um, and some stuff set up and then they have a perpetual video that plays on a couple of uh, screens so we uh we started uh, a motorcycle ride five years ago up to that every year um, usually with police escort and um, a week before that the first one five years ago i was uh, at another event and there was this uh, barbecue trailer with um big uh, giant barbecue and one of our old ambulances connected to it. And I thought, well, I better go tell what this guy that's pulling the barbecue trailer with our ambulance, what happened in the back of that ambulance. And he doesn't want it anywhere near food. <laughs> and uh, he, he had done all the right things and cleaned it up. But, but turned out turned he, out he uh, wanted to honor police and fire and uh, military folks in our uh, community and didn't know what to do. So I said, well, what are you doing next weekend? <laughs> And uh, that's how we started with Mike uh, uh, doing a barbecue, a thank you for uh, all the first responders and military in our community. So what happens, this is what day, and obviously it's September 11th, but what happens that day, like this year, what can people expect? So we, uh, at uh, 11 o'clock, we'll start registration for a motorcycle ride for anybody that rides. Um, and uh, then at, at noon, we will leave. Um, like I said, normally we go up to DPSST this year, uh, uh, the campus is closed, so we can't do that. So we're going to do a um, the route still under a little bit of tweaking, but we're going to do a, a parade route with probably 100 to 200 motorcycles um, through Eugene, Springfield, uh, Walterville, Marcola, uh, Sweet Home, Lebanon, Corvallis, uh, Halsey, Shed, Harrisburg, Junction City, and then uh, there's a barbecue uh, for all the riders and any uh, the public can come. The food is for uh, is free for any military, uh, past, present, first responder, past, present, and their families. They can come. Um, anybody else that wants to come, um, we're asking for a ten dollar donation for the to help cover the food that's uh, that's not for them, the first responders. So people can go on the motorcycle ride if they're a rider, and and then everybody can come to the celebration. Free dinners are for service people, and uh, the, the general public just needs to pay the ten dollars and and help pay for the food. Right. Um, and then um, and then at six. So the, bar, the, the barbecue uh, is from four thirty to six thirty at six o'clock. We'll have a, a formal ceremony um, with uh, bagpipes and drums, um, national anthem. We'll have uh, some honor guard folks that will do a presentation of the colors. Um, and then we'll have uh, two or three speakers uh, that will uh, speak. Anthony is one of those. Uh, is going to share about some of his uh, time in New York. 
So Anthony, why don't, that's a good segue. Why don't you talk to me about, so you're a current firefighter for Eugene Springfield fire department and, and on, but you went back to New York city. Tell people about that. Sure. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're coming through loud and clear, great. buddy. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, thanks for, uh, uh, letting me be on. Uh, yeah, great question. Um, you know, it's one of those things that you don't expect until all of a sudden it's right in front of you. And, and as I've seen some of the things come up and I'm sure everybody listening, uh, can remember, as you mentioned earlier, where you were that day. And, uh, it was no different for me. Uh, I had just gotten off work and had gotten home and I was looking at my six month old crawl across the floor. And, you know, the rest of the day we were glued to the TV. And I remember looking up to my wife and saying, you know, this, this child of ours is going to grow up in a different world than we have uh, based on today. And so uh, from that moment on, you know, things got into into motion pretty quickly. There was a ton of, uh, you know, the nation really came together uh, after 9-11, you know, across across the U.S. And it was no different here locally. And so everybody wanted to do something. And so um, the fire department was contacted. Uh, I was part of our honor guard team uh, for Eugene Springfield Fire. And uh donations kept coming in we kept getting contacts from people wanting to donate something give money give supplies and so on uh, during that process we reached out to some individuals back in new york city um, a part of their honor guard teams back there and they were overwhelmed um, obviously the amount of funerals that were being done every single day after 9 11 for firefighters it was four to ten a day and it went wow. for month after month after month and so uh, they were overwhelmed. Uh, for most of you probably know, uh, military, fire service, police funerals are quite involved um, and bring out a lot of people. Well, it was just overwhelming to try to do that, you know, 10 days uh, around the city. And so uh, we went back, a, a contingent of us from our honor guard uh, with our union's help to help facilitate funerals that were taking place in New York City that just didn't have enough people uh, to either uh, be casket bearers, watchers, uh, or just help facilitate the funeral itself. And so we were back, um, I don't remember exactly, I believe we were back seven to 10 days. Um, I don't think there was any day we did not help out with the funeral, um, but we were able to also get integrated a little bit with some of the uh, fire stations and those that had lost a lot uh, during the time frame we were there. So uh, a very rewarding, humbling, and somber <laughs> uh, trip all in one. What, Anthony, what did you, what did you learn about yourself from doing that? I mean, if you're being the pallbearer or a helper or somehow part of funeral after funeral, after funeral, after funeral, um, that's got to put your job, like, you know, the rubber hits the road right there. Cause you're, that, that could be you. Yeah, no, that's a great point. And I, I think uh, what hit us all, you know, pretty quick is, we all know that this profession is dangerous and we've all lost people we know or acquaintances or departments that have lost people. Uh, you know, there, there's a significant number of loss of life firefighters every year in America, uh, but it's spread out. And so it's not right. You know, it's not in your firehouse. It's not in your town and it's not, you know, on every you know street that you go down. So for us, I think the impact was that, uh, you know, almost every firehouse you went to, they had lost someone. And every borough that we went to and did a funeral at a local church, that community had lost someone. And so I think the, the impact for us was like the sheer size and amount. And then you expand that beyond not just the firefighters and service members that were lost, but you just got a sheer sense of the size of how much had happened. In, in New York's big, but it all became a small community event when you got to these funerals. So, Mike, how did you get involved in all this? Um. 
you know, we own a small business there out of Eugene. I've been involved in that, you know, in the business pretty much in my entire life. I've always been a small business person. And I'm really, really big in giving back to community. And uh, my wife and I, we have been blessed beyond belief. And uh, I got some really strong business uh, ideals that you really need to give back and you really need to share. And it's got a really super big heart for uh, firefighters, first responders, single moms, cancer victims. So I don't know, we've been doing, we're always doing something, but with uh, this particular Lazarus, you know, we, I mean, we've been able to serve between 600 to 1,000 people, you know, each outing, and uh, just be able to do something for, you know, you listen to Anthony, it's like, how can you not give back? Okay, but but last year they were going to be have an event, this yeah. same event, and then we had the, the McKinsey fires and all the other fires in Oregon. Yeah. So that was canceled and you didn't understand that it was canceled. So you did something a little above and beyond the call of duty. Tell them what you did. Well, my wife and I, we got together as a family and we opted, we voted and opted out of COVID not to participate. So we went down and we were gonna go ahead and do, we was gonna do the event out at the Harley shop and that got canceled. And so I'd already bought enough food for a lot of people. So we donated that to a small restaurant there in Springfield with all the prepackaged uh, uh, boxes so they could cook everything up and just hand it out, you know, because of COVID restriction and whatnot. And, uh, and so we just donated everything and then walked away. We don't really stand around and wait to see where it goes. It's kind of like putting a dollar in a collection plate. You do it because it's the thing to do. You don't track and find out where that dollar is going. You just do the right thing. And so, you know, we did donate, you know, quite a bit to that event and I was frustrated because I really wanted to do a lot more. You know, I mean, the fire, well, you know, even like fires in California, you know, there's always something somebody can do. So, you know, it's always something. So Mike, real quick, are you by chance the grandson of Emmett Crowley? No, we don't, our genealogy is probably not something to really be talking about on the air. Uh, Oh wait! It sounds, oh, now that that just opens a door. That sounds like he, something we could be talking about. The bigamist, as far as we could tell, and they hung him. So we don't really have a lot of history there. So we just kind of where we are, where we are today. Somebody asked. That's just somebody came up and said, "Hey, I want to know if that's a, a relation." So you guys, from from all that's going on in the world right now, where everything is so separate and yeah. we're so there's we're so at each other, and everything is so like everything is a controversy. With 9-11, it brought us together. How, how, what are your thoughts? I just leave it open-ended like that. What are your thoughts? On far as I'm concerned, um, there's, there's a very small percentage of people on planet Earth that they live to tear you apart. You know, I don't subscribe to the, news, the newspaper. I don't really pay much attention to, the, you know, the, you know, the mainstream media. You know, I'm not, I'm responsible for what I do. I can only be responsible for me. And, I, you know, that's that's who we're in charge of. So there, there's not a day goes by that, you know, it's like Danny and I, you know, our philosophy is every day we get up, somebody's got to have a better way of life. And if we're so focused on what we can do for other people. That's why our life is so good. We don't have time for other issues and whatnot. It's just, just keep giving back and everybody can do something. And if not now, then when, and not who, 
you know, who's going to do it? Like, Dave, like Mike said, I think, you know, I think what we see on the news that tells us our country is so divided is, is, is a super narrow window of what America really is like. I'm part of a group that rides across country and honors uh, fallen soldiers every year. And when you're out talking to people, it's like the news is wrong. That's not how America is with each other. Right. It's uh, it, there. Most of America is still united and still believes in each other. And it's the neighbors are helping neighbors. And, uh, you know, I just spent two weeks in Idaho and, uh, you know, I, I haven't seen the news, really seen the news in probably five months now. And, and you wouldn't, you wouldn't know that there was anything going on in most places in America, uh, yeah. except inner cities. Anthony, go ahead. Yeah, I, I, I thought Mike said that really well. You know, it's a it's a state of mind that we each have to, you know, wake up each day in and uh, try to make the world a better place. Uh, there's enough negative around us. Uh, you know, if we're not trying to control our own destiny a little bit with uh, creating a, a, an environment that is healthy and good, uh, man, anywhere you look, it's going to be something's going to try to bring you down. I think, you know, Dave touched on it well, too, that, you know, after 9-11, it was the media that brought us all together because all we saw was the pictures and you know, saw all that was going on and the story was told and all that. And now it's, it's almost like it's flip-flopped. And, and I agree with Dave that that's not what America is. You can drive down the street. Somebody's still going to help you change your tire. Somebody's going to do what Mike's doing and give you a meal if you need one. And that's what America is. And we just can't lose sight of that because we're being fed uh, at every turn that there's division everywhere. But if you don't look for it, if you if you're out there looking, you're not going to find division. You're going to call, you're going to find unity. You're going to hear about division, but you're going to see unity. I, I like that a lot. I like how you're, I think that that's, we all get sucked into that where, where it seems like everything is so bad. And I think when you get, and, and I use this a lot and people get, you know, then they pick on that, but I'm saying when you get out into rural America, there's a lot of people out there. I was in Montana recently and my wife and I came out of a, a bakery and a little old guy and, bibbed overalls and his wife were standing there and they said, well, where are you from fella? And I thought, God, anybody's going to call me fella. I'll be as young as you want me to be. And we started talking to him. And at the end of the conversation, he, he nothing came out about COVID or Biden or, or, you know, our economy, none of it. And, and all it was, was when he was done, we told him we were thinking of coming and move in that direction. He says, if you move here, my name's Mr. Kim K I M M. I have a potato farm up the road. You guys just stop in and we'll help get you connected. And I was like, yeah. that's that's what America really still is. But you just have to look sometimes outside the, the regular realm of life to find it, I think. Yeah. Well, yeah. Dave, tell them um, one more time, Dave, what it is that's going on and when. Dates, times and everything. So people kind of know what it is. Okay, so it's it's always going to be September 11th. No matter what day of the week, it's always going to be September 11th. This is the first time we've had it on a Saturday in quite a while. Um, so uh, you can get onto Facebook, and the Facebook page is um, 9-11 Memorial Ride and Appreciation Event. Um, and uh, so Saturday, Saturday, the motorcycle ride is from, uh, from noon to five we're not riding the whole time there will be stops where we're gonna we're trying to stop at some fire stations uh within the community and uh then uh we'll be back about five o'clock the barbecues from 4 30 to 6 30 um 
at second and chambers uh, in Eugene back on the drill field. Um, we'll probably have some, uh, uh, we'll see what shows up, but we'll probably have some old military vehicles, maybe, uh, maybe some police uh, SWAT and, and some of that stuff will show up. Um, it's hard to know with, with current regulations, uh, what the city lets, lets them do or not do But uh, at six o'clock, we'll have uh, about a half hour, 45 minutes ceremony, uh, honoring, uh, nine 11. And, uh, and then hopefully we'll all walk away a little bit better and a little bit more positive. I honestly feel better just talking to you three. Um, just, I, I think you've, you kind of given me some really great points. Um, you know, just what's, what's my focus, what's our focus in life. And, and, and like Mike, um, you know, you go out and you help people, uh, you provide stuff for people, you, you, you do things. And, and I think that sometimes we forget that community is an action word. You know, it means you have to be active. You, you need to be participating, not just uh, saying, oh, I'm part of this community. If you're part of a community, then you need to do something. And it's the yeah. same thing with love. You know, if you love people, it, it, love is an action word. You can't love people and not do things. It doesn't mean you do things to get love. It means that's just the natural progression of the word. And it, maybe all of us can really change all this by just uh, turning off the TV for a while and start to look into our neighbors and finding out what they need rather than what's happening to me and how I feel, you know? Yep. Amen to that. Well, yeah, that's you, right. Hey, Anthony, Dave, Mike, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. And um, I, good luck with your event. Uh, you are so amazing humans. Somebody, Deanna says, I appreciate seeing and hearing your stories. So uh, if you guys would take this, all of you out there watching, take this and share it on your page. Uh, you never know when somebody's going to pop by, pop it on and uh, maybe get some encouragement for the day or something. Yep. Gentlemen, thank you so much again. Have a great hey, day. Rick. Hey, you're welcome. Thanks a lot, Rick. Hey, you're welcome. I'm going to pull you out here. You guys, so anyway, yeah, so uh, that, uh, that was way more than I was expecting to get for, for me personally. I think we all need to kind of focus on something different and maybe looking to the positive, like like Dave, Mike, and Anthony said, um, you know, don't get dragged into the, into the debate, um, you know, do something different with your life. I also want to thank Dr. Michael Bratlin at Christiano Family Dentistry for sponsoring our shows. Um, tomorrow night, we have a really, a new client, a new sponsor, a young, a young man who, he, he, what he does is he makes your dreams come true. Uh, Lonnie has a business and what he does is he helps other people. He helps you buy a business. So say you're a firefighter and you're done and you're retired and you're thinking, oh, what am I going to do next? And he has clients who are businesses that want to sell. And so he's going to bring on somebody who actually did this, changed their whole life um, and risked everything and purchased a business. But that's what he does is kind of helps you figure out what to do. Um, that's tomorrow on Wednesday. And then what are we doing on Thursday? See, I normally have everything written down here, but I was just at the coast. And so I didn't get that written down, but Thursday, what are we doing? And I can, I can tell you for sure on Friday, um, we have a young woman who's in desperate need of medical help and she's not getting it. And her mom wrote me the other day and started crying when I told her, well, I have clients that will pay for your show if you want to just come on and talk. And she's like, what? I go, yeah, you can just come on and talk and, and tell us and we'll tell people and, we'll sh and your daughter can come on too. And the daughter um, can't talk. Um, 
but I think it'll give you a real feel for humanity. And the show, God, I wish I could remember what's on Thursday, but everything this week is really, really upbeat. And maybe we can get ourselves back into a different frame of mind. All right. Um, again, so don't forget 9-11. And if you want to do something to get yourself outside of your comfort zone, uh, go hang out with the firefighters and the police officers and uh, you'll have a really good time. <laughs> and it'll be really um, just a moment that you can kind of put those feelings somewhere um, rather than just have to, you know, hang on to them. All right. I'm Rick Dancer. Get real with Rick Dancer. We'll be back. And uh, thanks again, Dave Hall, for setting all that up. Uh, you did a great job. If you ever, um, I know you're a retired firefighter and you do that other gig you have, but yeah, I might be in the mood to hire somebody to just go find stories for me. <laughs> and, and you can be my man, even if you're in Idaho. All right. Have a good night, you guys. See you later. I got to go. Thank you.